Hey friend, are you tired of feeling, well, tired? I know that we all know how important nutrition is for our overall well-being and health and our energy. But seriously though, did you really know how important and also amazing using nutrition as a tool to help boost your energy can be? We have to eat anyways. So why not just bring a little more awareness and intention into what we're eating and what we're putting in our body so that we can have the energy to keep up with all the things and also build that muscle and strength that we want and need to feel confident and strong throughout every aspect of our life. So today I'm going to give you three nutritional tips that I personally have been making a big priority in my own diet and has been such a game changer in how I feel, how I've healed some of the issues I've been working with, and also how I've gained strength. So I hope you listen to that whole episode because in each section and each tip, I also throw in a bunch of other little tips and tricks. So lots of goodies in there for you today. Let me know what you think on the Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support Group so that I can help you navigate this and diet, fitness, it's all connected, that whole body well-being. I'm here to help you in your journey. Let me know how I can do that for you. Otherwise, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement and nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balance Momtality Podcast, where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics, such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey friend, welcome and welcome back if you've been hanging out with me for a little while. And if so, I bet you noticed that my cover art has changed for the podcast. And this has been an exciting rebrand, part of my clinic rebrand at my physical clinic location, and also just my overall brand in general. So I would be curious on your feedback because it's been an evolution and I think always will be, but we are growing over here and I am excited to see what the future holds for this podcast. I'm going to be holding some interviews with some really awesome people coming up. So stay tuned for that. But today we are diving in to three tips 
nutrition wise. So a little different from the fitness exercise stuff that I do love and obviously we'll have a lot more episodes on. But today I really wanted to kind of pull out and dive back into my passion of food and nutrition and just bring some of these tips and strategies that I now just use as a part of my life that also have just greatly helped me in my own healing and especially my strength journey and just feeling so much more confident and also gonna just boost and elevate your pelvic floor as well. So I'm excited to dive in to what we've got inside today's episode because it is juicy. I know I said three tips, but I've packed a lot in there. So if you do want to grab a notebook or pen and paper, or even just put this into your um, phone notes section, or come back and listen to it again if you forget some of these tips and strategies that I'm going to jam in here today. So let's just dive right in because if you didn't know, I do have my doctorate in physical therapy, but my bachelor's was in nutrition and dietetics. And I love food. And so I love the healing aspects of food and that medicinal property of food. I love that you know, food is one of those things that can either heal us or frankly kill us as we're seeing in our unfortunate American diet in today's society. That's a whole other topic. But, you know, it's one of those things that we can utilize as a tool. And I think it's such an amazing tool because we have to eat. So if we're just a little more mindful and a little more intentional about what we're putting in, how we're putting things in, and just bringing some of that awareness into that diet, which I'm sure everyone knows, you know, on some aspect where they have room for improvement. And I do think there's obviously, again, a balance with this because we do not want to trigger or go into, you know, a dysfunctional eating pattern and being hypervigilant about things. But I do think just that awareness and even just the education is so powerful. So I hope you find today's episode helpful. And so let's just dive in. The number one thing, you guys, and this isn't necessarily in any order, but um, number one is water. So yes, water is life. We need water for everything in our body. Every cell in our body needs water, which means every tissue in our body needs water. You know, I can't even tell you just from my own experience, but also just working with so many women, just working on getting more water in your life and in your daily routine can change how you physically feel drastically and instantly in some cases. You know, I can't tell you how many times I, because I am a culprit of this and I have been working so hard on getting more water in and being consistent with getting as much water as I actually need. And we'll get into that more here in a minute. But, you know, I think that I even knowing how important water is, it is hard to get in if we get busy and caught up in the day to day. And I'm the worst at this when I'm at work because I'm just 
working usually back to back with patients and I barely have time to sit down, let alone drink water, let alone run to the bathroom if I need to. And so, yeah, it is a challenge and I I get it. But I also just want you guys to also understand how crucial water is for everything. And yeah, how drastic it can change how you feel because I come home you know, by like two, three in the afternoon, sometimes barely have had a sip of water and I'm starting to get a headache. My body's all achy and I'm just like, oh, I wonder if I'm starting to get sick. Sometimes it's that bad that I'm wondering if I, you know, I'm like, crap. And then I'm like, you know what? I haven't really had any water today. And so I go drink a lot of water. Usually I've also, you know, only had been snacking, shoving things in my mouth. So not eating as much. So that's another culprit of really, you know, making you feel really crappy throughout the day. And that's related more to your blood sugar. And also go more into that here later. But, you know, it is so crucial for your body to have water and even your bladder, that bladder is a muscle itself. It needs to be able to stretch and expand and have that hydration and elasticity to hold for you, to have the strength to be able to strengthen for you and not just be a dry, tight, you know, and dry, I mean like dehydrated. We really, it. you want to think of those muscles as just being like so stiff because they don't have that hydration and elasticity that they need to function. And so this is really a, a bad habit with people who have pelvic floor issues specifically because if you are someone who leaks or especially someone who's just feeling like you're going to the bathroom all the time or planning your trips around bathrooms and if you're going to be able to hold it, worrying if you can even sit through, you know, events. And these are real issues and they're so valid. However, I want you guys to realize that doesn't have to be your life, number one. And number two, these people usually stop drinking fluids because they, especially if they're out and about, they're afraid that they are going to have to use the bathroom or not be able to hold it. So water is not something that's high on their list. And in fact, many times they are avoiding it. And this just makes the situation so much worse because then you are more prone to have an irritable bladder. And if you're not drinking water and you're putting other things into your body, you're also probably putting bladder irritants in your body and all of, you know, again, another episode for another day. But just be aware of how beneficial water is and especially for just that hydration in your muscles so that they can build strength, especially if you're taking that time to exercise exercise. Just put that water in a fancy cup. You know, that really helped me as I was like, you know what, this needs to be a priority. I need to make this a thing. I got a big cup. I think that's another really great tip because the less times I have to go fill up that water bottle, the better, right? Because usually when I run out, like I'm about to here, it doesn't get filled back up right away. And then I might go a while and realize, shoot, I never did that. And now I haven't had, you know, my, met my water for the day because we do want to aim for about half your body weight in ounces of water per day. Now, obviously that changes if you have 
um, if you're pregnant or you're breastfeeding, obviously, or even if you're just active and you're sweating or, you know, all of that is a factor into your hydration. But that general rule of thumb is half your body weight in ounces. So I did get a big cup that's 40 ounces so that now, yeah, if I fill it up twice, I've hit half my body weight in ounces. And usually I make three my goal because then usually it's one or two. And so we do. We want to just kind of give ourselves goals. What are those barriers to not making that happen? And yeah, just start drinking more water and you'll thank me later. So number two is eating balanced. And I know that's so general. So what does this mean? Because yes, we know, you know, eat balanced or probably hopefully and probably heard eat the rainbow. And I think it is important to aim for a variety of foods in each fuel source, you know, those macronutrients, meaning carbohydrates, fats, proteins, we do want to try to mix things from those food groups because they do just help, especially together. So when I'm thinking for myself, what meal, what, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, or, you know, a snack, usually I'm pairing a carb with a healthy fat or a protein. I should say and protein. Um, because them together can make it so that you're really managing and leveling that blood sugar and making it last for you throughout the day and not having those spikes of energy and then drops where you're feeling, you know, all of a sudden tired or even shaky and feeling like, oh, I just ate. Why am I so hungry? And this was me for a while thinking, oh, I have to eat every few hours. And the reality is, especially as females and women, are we have hormones. And for hormone health, it is so important to eat throughout the day every two to four hours because then you're giving that bo- your body the message that it is safe and helping keep your body out of a state of stress and fight or flight and also consistently during regular intervals, giving your body energy so that you are not only maintaining those normal processes that your body needs to just function and keep up, but you're also able to build the muscle mass that you've been exercising and strength training for and hoping and working so hard for, and also building energy stores that are going to help you later in the day and the next day. And just help your whole body systems work together well. So it obviously is way more complicated than this. But in a, you know, as a general rule, we do want to eat a variety and balancing those macros can also just be huge in how your body shows up for you. And macros is its whole other topic that I'll probably touch on another time, but just knowing that importance of the two, because even as simple as having oatmeal for breakfast, you know, this was me, I would have oatmeal, I'd put a little brown sugar and, you know, maybe some seeds, but usually I was just like little brown sugar oatmeal. I'm doing good. I'm having oatmeal for the day. Maybe pour a little milk in it. But typically an hour later, I, you know, my stomach still felt like, oh, I'm so hungry. Like why? This shouldn't be the case. And you know, when you've eaten something and it just 
you know, goes right through you. You do not feel long lasting energy and simple things like specifically with my oatmeal pairing um, a fat, especially a protein or fatty protein, even better, like um, pr- uh, peanut butter, putting that in my oatmeal or even putting um, Greek yogurt in my oatmeal made such a difference of how long that lasted and how well I felt in between my snacks. So for me, when I say eating balanced and when I use that philosophy through my own life, I'm really thinking in terms of type of food and what I'm pairing together, but also of balanced throughout the day, trying to not have huge gaps of fasting or not eating. And for there was a time that I even played around with intermittent fasting. And maybe I'll do a episode on my experience with that sometime. But, you know, ultimately, I learned from my body, it just didn't work. And I, you know, even with the more research I've done, it does seem like for females, it's probably not the best thing. And it does come back down to that hormone health. Because if we are fasting for too long, our body goes into a state of stress. And for hormones, that just throws everything out of whack because now your body is functioning like it is trying to survive. And we need to just calm that system so that it can heal and have that energy that you need to get you through the day. So pairing especially protein, you guys, it's, and this is number three. I did want to give protein its own section. It probably even deserves its own episode because protein is huge. It is such a game changer. I personally have felt so much better since I focused on my protein intake and trying to get in enough protein, which right now is hard because I am lifting and strength training a lot because it is so important for how I've been feeling and just balancing my own body out and my mental sanity and everything else. So I need a little bit more protein even, and it is hard to get in, especially when I'm busy and running around. So there are certain things that have really helped that become easier. And I will probably do a whole episode on protein with a lot more tips in it. But just some quick ones, you know, protein powder is awesome. (laughs) And there are so many varieties now because if you can't handle whey or any, you know, dairy source of protein, there's so many plant-based protein powders now that actually taste pretty dang good. So I do encourage you guys to get a protein powder because it's so easy to like even the oatmeal, throw it in the oatmeal, throw it in a shake, throw it in your yogurt, throw it in, you know, baked goods. And now you're elevating everything so that it's not just this sugary thing that's going to dump your um, blood sugar and your insulin and everything else. We want to pair it with that protein and make it so that you have that balance and it just calms everything down in your body. But protein specifically, again, for that muscle mass and building of tissue, 
Protein is amino acids, which are the building blocks of the tissue, especially muscle. And we need to have enough, not only for functioning throughout the day to day and maintaining, but again, for building. So if you are trying to get stronger, that does mean, man, we might need to up our protein a little bit more, but at least we want to focus on getting that bare minimum for everything to just heal. But when we're talking about moments like pregnancy and postpartum, where pregnancy, you are literally growing a human, we need tons of protein. But also postpartum, we are healing and healing is rebuilding. So again, we need tons of protein. So good rule is one gram of protein per pound that you weigh. So this is hard. And this is why you aiming for breaking up that protein throughout the day. So you don't find yourself in the evening, like, shoot, all I've had was like a bagel and cream cheese. And I did at least have a protein bar as a snack for lunch. Now I'm going to have to get in all this protein because yes, that was me a couple months ago. And I, it was again, that moment of No, this is why we have been meal prepping and planning to try and make sure we're having enough protein in our diet. And, you know, I am not a strict meal prepper either when I say that. So don't get me twisted because I'm a very lax meal planner, but enough that I make sure I have some staples of protein in my house and specifically things like Greek yogurt. It's amazing. I Again, I throw it in the oatmeal. I eat it by itself. I'll throw nuts and seeds on it to have some healthy fats and just more protein and antioxidants. And the yogurt can also be used as replacements for sour cream in dishes. And it just, we make tzatziki with it. There's so many things that we do with Greek yogurt. So that is a big one in our house. Um, it's actually, unfortunately, you know, it's good, but unfortunate that it's the only thing really right now that my five-year-old is eating. At least she's had it for dinner every night for the last couple of weeks. So it's all right. We're, you know, we're getting in the, the apples and the, the vegetables at lunch. Some, so we're, we're working on that. Anyways, protein is huge. The Greek yogurt has been a game changer. The protein powder has been a game changer, but also keeping things on hand like nuts, obviously peanut butter, things like that. Um, that sometimes my quick breakfast is toast with peanut butter on it. And I'll even make peanut butter and jelly and eat it before, you know, and it does last me a while, especially if you're eating it on whole grains and not white bread. That's another piece because the fiber in that whole grain carb and, um, even just in veggies, cause they are also carbs, fruits and veggies, but they do have fiber and other amazing things in them that help them work with our body and not against our body. So again, just being mindful of those things that we are putting in our body, but working through that awareness of your water intake, your balanced diet, are you getting in a little bit of carbs, a little bit of healthy fats, a little bit of protein, and actually I should say a lot of protein. And again, are you balancing it throughout the day and trying to get it in every two to four hours and keeping little things like bars handy, protein shakes, things that are quick, but also things like banana and peanut butter, Greek yogurt with some fruit, 
fruit and honey drizzled on it. I eat that all the time and it is just such an energy boost. Another really big protein one that we like in our house is cottage cheese. And I know it's not for everybody. And I was actually surprised to find when I got older that most people eat cottage cheese with fruit because I grew up eating it with salsa, which might sound disgusting. And I will tell you, it does look disgusting because if you can imagine cottage cheese and salsa, it does look like vomit. I used to take this for lunch to school when I was in elementary school and I would eat it with chips. And one time it actually came out my nose. Super uncomfortable, also embarrassing story. <laughs> um, now I've overshared, so it's time to wrap it up. But seriously though, try yourself some cottage cheese and salsa. If you like salsa, it is creamy, spicy deliciousness. I hope you found today's episode helpful. I told you I was gonna cram in a lot of things, but really the take home is again, that awareness, that intention, there's big things we can do to boost our energy um, with our nutrition. Obviously there's so many things we can do to boost our energy, but for today's sake, focus on that water, get some balanced carbs, fats, and protein in. And I hope you start feeling those energy boosts throughout the day. Come over to the Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support Group. Let me know which one really hit home for you and that you're trying to implement in your life so that I can just help you in any way I can and just cheer you on along your journey. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.